We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Grinders Live here on Roto Grinders. I am Britt Devine here with Roto Grinders basketball game participant uh, Chris Kirkwood. Kirk, these uh, Chris, I saw you out there balling out. Uh, I chose no, no, you didn't. <laughs> I I chose to avoid any sort of injury uh, and just uh, I watched it for a little bit and then headed back in there. But uh, what was your experience, dude? At the party playing some b-ball uh i'm i'm so fat and out of shape um huffing and puffing after the first like defensive play um and uh what it did is uh, i've now committed to going to the gym to get in better shape <laughs> and uh i'll be back for next year and i'll even contemplate juicing for next year Any, anything anything that any it edge takes. Yeah, yeah whatever whatever it takes but uh i got to lay out kyle um one time and then I uh, I would have the only thing I regret is not stepping over him I would have stepped over him except I thought he was actually hurt for a minute so I felt bad and I did the like let me help you up thing but uh he was fine look at Kirkwood being a nice dude out there on the court but uh what we got today we're gonna have a fun little show I got some things here at Roto Grinders to talk about we're gonna go a little off tangent talk some tournaments uh have a whole lot of fun I've got my exposures for you I've got some group talk for you on lineup HQ um, but I got to talk about some promos here. The first thing, we're always doing this likes for free stuff here at Roto Grinders. The suits really like it. So today on the YouTubes, if we get to 200 button clicks on the likes, uh, you get the DVA free tomorrow. So that's the defense versus archetype tool. We'll help you sort of pick out uh, specific matchups and everything like that. So start smashing the like button on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching us on Roto Grinders, head over there. Help us out. It helps the people get the DVA tool free tomorrow, and that would be a big, big help uh, to all of us here behind the scenes here at Roto Grinders. Um, and of course, if you like single entry, uh, I'm doing some MME tonight. But uh, if you do like to dabble in the single entry stuff, we have our FanDuel single entry series going. It's just three bucks. It's in the FanDuel lobby. Uh, you get a grand prize at the end of it, and uh, uh, a fun little way to participate with just one entry. Really, truly like the truest form, I think, of DFS, although um, the 150, the 40 lineups, that stuff's always fun too. Um, but if you want to head on over to FanDuel, uh, jump in the single entry series that we have going on over there. I got some other things to talk about too for promotions. Um, but I want to jump into the slate here with Chris. And I, I guess we'll start uh, – I've got Lineup HQ pulled up to Chicago – and I've I've made some serious adjustments to uh, what what I view as the minutes and fantasy points for a couple of these guys. I think we're low across the board. Uh, I can pull it up in the game flow. But um, you mentioned to me pre-show that you seem – I think you're a little bit down on Zach Levine. And I, I'm pretty high on Zach Levine here. So let's, let's sort of hash this out, see if we can find a middle ground, and, and give the people our two different viewpoints. I'll, I'll let you start off first. I mean, I get the play, right? Like he's he's amazing. He's a usage monster for Chicago. The game environment is great, up in pace. Um, New Orleans has been um, really uh, bad against guards. The thing I, I'm thinking about, he's just going to be so chalky tonight. And one thing I've noticed is that in these games since when Dunn went down, I mean, his usage has been way down um, just over these last three games. Um, his results have been meh. And um, there is, a, you know, Drew Holiday, who is a very good defender that is very capable of just sticking to him. Um, and there's not many other scoring threats. So this may be a clamp down on Zach Levine type of game, and he may underperform is my thought. And so therefore, I'm thinking about fading him. 
tonight, but I get it from uh, uh, the minutes, the usage. And I mean, we saw what, what Joker did with just seven bodies last night. I mean, oh, that's yeah. fresh in everybody's head. I mean, I don't know if everyone expected that outcome. I, I certainly didn't. Um, but uh, man, the, the, the jazz are just really funny. I mean, they, they got wrecked by a, a Harden, Hardenless and Westbrookless uh, Rockets. And then they lose. Yeah, 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 all three. And then uh, last night. Who would have um, thought, uh, just to moat the Jazz to the G League, I would have never thought the Jazz players would have allowed that to happen two times in a row to a team just completely out. But, hey, it did here. I, I'm going to play, I don't know, devil's advocate, but I'm going to play the, the chalkier side of Zach Levine tonight. So, uh, you know, you go to the game flow. If you're looking at his minutes the past couple of games here, there's, I think, um, you know, I'm basically expecting 38 to 40 minutes out of him tonight if the game stays close. So, this was the last game he played 33, basically 34 minutes, and he missed out on, what, four and a half minutes here. So he's basically right at 38 minutes in this game, in theory, if that's a close game. You go to the game before that, uh, he's at 36 minutes. Again, he misses out on three and a half minutes. So he's basically at 39 and a half minutes if this game stays close. Uh, and and I, I just think if you keep going back, I think the game before this was an OT game. Uh, dude played 44 and a half minutes, 39 and a half minutes in regulation here. Uh, I, I just think we're a little bit too low. We had him at 37 minutes. I bumped him up to 38 minutes. I think if you want to give him like 38 and a half, if you think the game's going to stay close, I think that's pretty good. You can see over here in my tournament builds, we've got him projected at 33%. Uh, Chris, I'm the opposite. I'm jamming in 50% Zach Levine tonight. I think we're just a little bit too low on his minutes. I know his usage is down, so maybe – the rates behind the scenes might not be right. I think that's probably why I didn't give him like 39 minutes, right? So I sort of adjusted an extra minute. I just think he's out there for 39, 40 minutes if the game stays close. And I want a, 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 a part of that. And I, I can kind of expand on that somewhere in my groups here. Let me find it. So I made this, uh, if Zach Levine hits a lineup, right? So he's in like at least 50% of my lineups. I want to make sure I have some firepower from the other side here. I want the game to, in theory, be close. So I'm I'm jamming in one of the big guns from the Pelicans, up to three of them. I like this game quite a bit. I think Levine has himself a nice game. I'm running it back with the Pelicans um, in, a, in a pretty easy uh, thing on that. The other thing, too, is I guess we can expand on some of the other value plays in Chicago. Is one, one I think we're short on minutes on basically a, a couple of the main guys. So I gave Thad Young, a, a, you know, an extra little bit. I gave Sadoransky an extra little bit. How many bulls is too much, right? Like if I'm playing, I'm doing cash games too on DraftKings. That's the only place I'm playing tonight. You know, you you can put five bulls in your cash games. I think that's a fine build. Um, but in tournaments, I, I've actually limited it to just three bulls. So the cash game, right, you're playing the attrition. You're just getting all the fantasy points by, in theory, playing five Bulls. The thing in tournaments, four or five Chicago Bulls, I don't really think they all get there. So I limited it to three, and I'm sort of rotating them around. What, what do you think an approach to that would be? Yeah, um, so you heard my thoughts. So I'm not saying that Zach Levine isn't a, isn't a good play. Like, I get the minutes, and I think – like you said, if this game stays close, the minutes are certainly going to be there. I mean, he's going to take as many as he can absolutely handle. Um, I just think that maybe, you know, I also think that the personally, I think the Pelicans are going to run him out. Um, so I, I'm not sure if this one stays that competitive, but uh, I just think they match up really well. But I'm looking to some of the other guys, which is to kind of, if I'm going to be fading Levine, 
um, and or at least being underweight, then I'm looking for some of the other guys to leverage off of that. And um, some of those guys, I mean, it's tough, right? Because this team, we don't have a bunch of any other real like ball mm-hmm. scorers left. So a guy like Kobe White, I think, is an interesting value. Chandler Hutchinson, um, he's gonna it, that that play. I think is a good play. Um, it just feels a little weird. It's chalk. Like this isn't the same chalk as we've had the other nights where it's just been absolute smash chalk. I mean, there's some question marks here. Luke Cornett, um, Thad Young, uh, Sadoransky is probably the guy I, I have the most faith in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but uh, Chandler Hutchinson is a pretty good player. Um, he, he was a 22nd pick, had some, you know, decent pedigree. Um, he can't, he is a scorer. He's just been battling injuries throughout his entire career so far but they they invested in this guy and they want him to become a starter and this is kind of his opportunity um to and he's looked he's looked pretty good so he's I I do think that he's a good play and I think that he'll have a pretty good game here tonight yeah I like Hutchinson I want to go back to sort of some of the groups I made for tournaments because you got to be pretty careful with um the Bulls I think I've got them down here with who you play in which lineups, right? So in your cash games, you can just sort of basically play all the minutes, but you really got to pay attention in tournaments, right? Like, so basically Felicio and Cornette, they sub in and out for each other. I don't want to play those two in the same lineup. Um, Kobe White and Sadoransky might be a little different tonight, but in general, they basically, one's on the court, one's not on the court for basically 90% of the game. So I'm not playing both of them in the same lineup. Um, I'm handling, you know, you know, I mentioned I like Levine quite a bit here, but I think it's really important to think about, um, go look through court IQ sort of like I did and see who's on the court together and don't get those guys in the same lineup. So think about that a little bit when you're doing this as well. And I want to talk about Kobe White because, he, you know, he, he had like one good game all season. I know he's 3,800 on DraftKings. He's going to be heavily owned. Um, I wouldn't say I'm taking a stand, but I put a, you know, he's 31%. I have a max of 20%. He's just not someone I'm thrilled to really roster, very shooting dependent. I'm hoping as his shot doesn't fall when these shooter type players get to like 30% ownership, I'm fine going a little under. Um, so, so I guess I'm taking a little bit of a stand on Kobe White. He's one of my more, um, I, I guess, chalkier fades. I, I still have 20%, so it's not like I'm not playing him at all. Uh, but uh, I'm a little underweight on Kobe White today. Um, I get it, but I think that he's a. They're going to need scoring, and he's a scorer, right? Like it's to me, it's that simple. It's like so. There's we're up in pace. There's going to be a lot of extra shots here. They're going to have to keep up with scoring, and they don't have you know Denzel Valentine is another loss for a score. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if yes, you you you're you're saying that you think it's going to be all Levine. I'm thinking they're going to clamp on Levine um, a lot. And so it's going to be guys that are going to be open, getting open shots and white is a, is a candidate. Hutchinson's a candidate. Uh, Cornette is a, is someone that could potentially, uh, you know, favorite could lose favors out behind the three point arc and we'll be jacking up shots here. So I'm looking for scores and white is a scorer and he's cheap. So I think he probably outperforms his salary by a pretty good margin here. Yep. So I just want just want to reiterate, right in cash games on DraftKings, right? I'm looking right now. I got five Chicago Bulls on my cash team, right? Because there's just so much value, up and pace, everything Chris just talked about. Tournaments, I've limited it to three, uh, and, and just cycling through three of them, right? And it's just um, that's just how I feel. I don't think four, like people are going to be playing tournaments out there with like five Bulls, and I just don't. There's almost no way five players from the same team all get there. 
no matter what their salary is, unless the, the game goes to double overtime. So I've, I've limited it to three, cycling them through there. Um, I want to jump to the Pelican side because, again, I think we were short on a couple of these guys' minutes here. So we had Brandon Ingram at 36 or at 35. I gave him 36. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that basically in tournaments – Go, you know, it really adds a lot of uh, percentage points to Brandon Ingram and the overall ownership. Lonzo Ball, we had a 35. I juiced him up to 37. Um, Hart, I gave a little bit extra to. I'm a little lower on favors. I actually reduced his uh, sort sort of stuff a little bit here, and I pulled up the Pelicans, and I want to show you, you know, show the people what kind of happened here. So Brandon Ingram in his last game played 35 and a half minutes and that's we have him at 35 minutes and um so like right here this little period the bench got hot and basically took two to three of his normal minutes away they just sort of stuck with a bench unit as they sort of came back against Milwaukee uh if you go to the game before that which also had Zion in there for a, a good amount of time you can see Ingram was at 38 minutes, uh, and, and that's more what I, I expect to happen tonight. I'm expecting Brandon Ingram to go out there and play 38 minutes, and I think his fantasy point potential is basically right in line with Zion when, when you get into minutes. If I bump him up even more, he would basically become a 100% player, and I'd really have to reduce his, his exposure. But at 17% ownership tonight, uh, I actually had to cap him at 50% just to not get too much of him. He's one of my favorite leverage plays of the night. I think Lonzo is really interesting. You could look at the game flows again here too, and you'll see Lonzo, 37 minutes in this game. Uh, This was against Houston, uh, against the Pelicans, or uh, against uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Where's Lonzo? 38, 82, basically 39 minutes, and we had him sitting here at 35 minutes. I think that's at least two minutes too low. I jumped him up a little bit. And I'm starting to – I think I was somewhere around like 20% Lonzo. I like the Pelicans. I like Levine. This is my favorite game to target. I guess that's my spiel. I'm underweight on favors. How, how are you approaching the Pelican side? Man, um, I do like uh, some of these Pelicans. I mean, first of all, we know that we target uh, the front court against the Bulls, right? Like they're just they're just horrendous. And from a DVP, from a defense-first archetype standpoint, all of it, um, they're dead last and uh, – and, DVP against the power four, dead last against the center. Um, I think this is a good bounce back spot for favors after being completely irrelevant the other night when he was chalky. Um, you know, this is a good game environment for him. He should be able to clean up on the boards. Um, they're also bulls are also 28 in opponent blocks per game, 20th in opponent steals. So high potential for defensive stats in this one. Uh, the only problem is his usage does take a tick a little bit down yeah. with uh, sharing the court with Zion as to be expected. Yeah, Paul, these- on the on the court IQ, he's he's un, you know people say he's like over a fantasy point per minute player. The last two weeks, he's under. He's like point nine fantasy points per minute. I just I don't know. I just see him sort of fading. We're, we have some very different views on tonight. So one of us is going to do well. One of us is going to do pretty bad. Um, but I, but I'm definitely underweight on favors. He's coming in at twelve. I almost xed him out. I, I capped him at five percent tonight. Well, uh, I like him tonight, um, but I also like Zion, and I also love uh, Drew Holiday. So Drew Holiday is probably going to match up with Zach Levine. This is normally he would he would probably get uh, some Chris Dunn on him. So this is a big upgrade. Um, you know, he should be able to um, not only um, have the potential for steals um, with uh, such a high usage player like Levine having to guard him and trying to lock him down. 
but uh, he should be able to do what he wants in the offensive end. Now, obviously, the the front court is where is the real advantage, so that's where what that's where the the plays are. But I think Holiday gets his. He's cheap. He's seventy one hundred on DK. He's, pr- he's cheap on a bunch of sites. So um, he, I like him. I know Lonzo's getting a lot of love because of recent performance. Um, I just think from a matchup standpoint, I'd rather go with Holiday in this one. Yeah, I like Holiday too. I like all the Pelicans. Um, this is easily my my favorite game to target on this one. Uh, I want to mention too, I do like Josh Hardy's closed the past two games, three straight games of uh, sort of like an uptick in minutes. Um, you know, he's not even really shooting too hot. He's sort of getting there on rebounds, maybe favors, grabs a couple of these, but Hart's a pretty good rebounder as well. Um, so I don't mind Hart. You got to juice, um, you know, you got to actually click him in or juice his projection up a little bit to get some if you're, you're MMEing, but I, I do like Hart as well. This is you know, like I said, one of my favorite games of the night. Uh, I want to go over, it looks like the Knicks are sort of like the next topic chat's talking about on YouTube. And again, guys, if you are on YouTube, uh, click the like button. If we get to 200 likes, we will uh, allow the defensive versus archetype tool to be free for everybody tomorrow. Uh, so please click that if you would like to participate in some free stuff uh, from Roto Grinders. Uh, I want to no, go over to the hit, hit the like button for me, please. Yeah, for, for Chris too. Thank you. If right. you like the shows that we do, I give out my lineups pretty much on Yahoo Plays. I try to be as completely transparent as possible. Hit the like button. Uh, all right, so the Knicks here are slightly interesting, right? We got Marcus Morris gone, uh, Doxon's out, and it's really pushing guys like Reggie Bullock and Kevin Knox to good point per dollars. They're getting ownership, and I think like. I think you can just get you can just get out of hand if you play too many of these guys. So Bullock has just been a pretty horrible fantasy player. Uh, this is a tough matchup against Orlando. I know he's cheap. Sure, you can give him a couple extra fantasy points because there's some extra shots to go around tonight. Knox is an absolutely atrocious real life NBA player. Sure, he's going to see a slight uptick in minutes, but even in 20 minutes, dude can drop single digit fantasy points. He's a little scary bit of a proposition. The guys I really like are, are Mitch Robinson, Julius Randle. Um, Robinson's got, uh, you know, it seems like he's upped in ownership quite a bit over the last hour. Um, I'm expecting him to start. If he's going to start, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, uh, I like his minutes. He can easily outperform those two. Um, you know, the smash rating on him is, is pretty high at 27%. And Randle, right? Like, Randle's going to go. He's going to play a bunch of minutes. I think a shot attempts probably inch up a little bit uh, with Marcus Morris gone. Those are, I think I'm, I'm more likely to invest in the known quantities in New York than mess around too much with the Bullocks, mess around too much with Kevin Knox. Um, Bullock could get there. Um, I think the, so when we take Mar- uh, Marcus Morris out of this lineup, we take a pretty high usage player for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, this guy was averaging about 18 shots a game for like the last 10 games or something like that. So there's definitely shots to go around. Who's going to get him? Is it going to be Elf? No, right? Like Elf's, Elf's just very timid on the offensive end. He's going to set people up. Julius Randle, yes, right? Randle's going to be going to take on some extra for sure. I mean, the guy, if, if there's any room to, uh, to take over, he wants to take them over. That guy will steal rebounds from his own teammate. Very fr- fantasy friendly. So I love Randle. Mitchell Robinson, it is about time for the Knicks to free this man, right? Give this guy minutes. Um, I, I can't remember. I mean, there's been one game where he had like six fouls against Brooklyn, like a while back, but like, he's pretty much, he's been good on the defensive end. He's been battling, uh, he's been under the weather this week. He was, uh, 
battling a little bit of an injury in the past couple of games. But um, if he's good to go tonight, like he's cheap, 4,600. He's 16 on Yahoo. He's uh, cheap on FanDuel. Like it's just time. And it's not the best matchup, but give him, you give this guy minutes, then they're going to find him, right? Like he's so easy. He's going to get his defensive stats, and there's just alley oop dunks to be had for him, regardless of who he plays. Yeah, the court IQ is definitely not favorable. Minus six fantasy points per 36 on Robinson, and that's in 174 minutes with everybody out. But, like, I think you got to use a little bit of common sense. There's something fluky going on there because there's no way Mitch Robinson should be losing that fantasy point potential when you take these guys off the court. You can see Randall has a pretty healthy uptick of seven fantasy points per 36 with all these guys off the court, that is a huge, huge boost to Julius Randle if you're looking to get a little leverage. I know it's a tough matchup, but he's pretty interesting from a tournament perspective. And Bull, I would much prefer Bullock over Knox. I think I have, um, at least in ownership, I have Bullock twice as owned as Knox. I don't have a ton of either, um, but Bullock is my preferred option. Knox sees songs, but he's just horrible. I know Bullock's also horrible, but he's a little better than Kevin Knox. So uh, I think I would much, much more... Uh, likely to use Bullock over Knox, and I think you would probably agree with that, right? I mean, and it's just hard if if Barrett's out in this one. Mm-hmm. It's just that just frees up more minutes for Bullock. Right. You know, he's going to shoot the three, and so on DraftKings at thirty five hundred with the three point bonus, if you give him an uptick in minutes, he should be fine. All right, Knox so, is uh, iffy. Yeah, so uh, I want to go to my sharp side bet of the day. I guess we'll cover yours too, and uh, that is going to be Aaron Gordon rebounds so we got a fun contest on sharp side get download the app and just by clicking a free lock bet every day you can get a little streak going and if you get a certain amount right we start giving you free money uh, i think it's over on FanDuel. so i like the over on aaron gordon rebounds it's at six and a half and with you know marcus morris is out of the way here gordon's playing some more minutes he's got over six and a half and four of his last five and the other one he hit five rebounds uh, I think we're a little too low on on maybe his overall fantasy point projection today. I boosted him up. I'm trying to get him a little bit. But if you're looking for a lock bet, uh, I like Aaron Gordon over on the rebounds. Um, we'll, we'll get over to the Portland game in a little bit. But tell me a little bit about your lock of the day. Um, I'm just taking uh, – I locked in Hassan Whiteside for over 12.5 rebounds in this one. Um, I just – they're kind of thin for bigs. Uh, Portland, I mean, uh, San Antonio, 27th in opponent defensive rebounds per game, 29th in opponent defense, defense rebounding percentage. Uh, I just think this is a game where he grabs a bunch of boards. The line was looked a little bit low for me. So that's, that's where I locked in. Yeah. So get on over to sharp side, two streaks of zero. Yeah, that's right. I don't do it too often. Right. Um, I focus on other things, but Hey, it's free stuff for you. And if you got a chance to, to win some free, free cash, you might as well go participate in it. Um, I guess I want to go to, uh, earlier in the day, one of my more leveraged players, and that was Joel Embiid on DraftKings. He's 9,100 tonight. And let me go, I'm going to pull something up. It's from a different site. Um, but you guys should be able to see this here. So this is Joel Embiid versus Brooke Lopez over his last couple of games here. These are fantasy point totals. Are you ready, Chris? I got 90.8. I got 61, 70, 78, 84, and a paltry 55. The dude is crushing the absolute living daylights out of Brooke Lopez in all of their last six matchups. 
I don't understand why he is 9,100 on DraftKings today. Uh, I have boosted him up. Uh, earlier, I was like 3x the field. Now he's 20%. I have a minimum of 35%. Uh, I'm going to boost that up and make sure I get a little bit more. I want to double the field up on Joel Embiid today. Um, yeah, like um, um, I understand why his price is low. It's been from recent performance. I yeah. mean, the guy's kind of been struggling this season overall in general. But um, I think this game is going to be extremely competitive. I hope it's a competitive just because uh, Philly's on the road. But the Philly did – did handle them uh what was it christmas day um now uh i'm sure Giannis is going to have a little bit of a revenge because he played so poorly at least from a shooting standpoint in that game so but uh this is a big battle of the powerhouses in the east so you got to hope this one stays competitive it's just that their bench is just it's just a little bit thin uh the that's why i like it i mean 28 minutes in this in, on christmas day 55 imagine if he plays like 31 or 32 tonight i just i just think Embiid is one of the best spots in the night to get a little bit of leverage i am i am very high on Embiid. I, i'm really hoping that they can keep this game within 10 down the stretch against milwaukee uh how do you see this game playing out we can sort of talk about the whole thing i think there's some interesting plays you, you got george hill out so you're I think Eric Bledsoe's minutes are still pretty safe. I think you can mess around um, with Giannis. I think, you know, if this game stays close, Giannis is on a tear. 60-plus fantasy points in, what, six of his last seven games. And if he dude plays 31 to 33 minutes, I mean, I don't see how he doesn't have 60-plus fantasy points at the end of it. Yep. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a good game. Um, now, they do have the the – the medicine for him, the Al Horford, um, is pretty good at overall, you know, throughout, throughout his history at locking down uh, Giannis. But I think you're going to see a lot of fire because I think he definitely remembers that Christmas performance. And so, uh, yeah, it's hard not to like him. He's a little bit expensive on all sites. So it's like we've got a bunch of studs on the slate, which makes it really interesting. So he's going to be lower on because it's just kind of hard to get there. But um, should certainly be in play for game stacks. Um, in play in general if would you so I'm gonna go uh we got it's only a five game slate so we can get into all this type of stuff so I've got if Giannis hits one of my lineups and I think I boosted it you know I made sure he's showing up in like 15 percent of my lineups or something like that I'm you have to run it back with at least one of like the good players right on on Philadelphia I don't think I would ever make a lineup that has Giannis that doesn't include at least one of like the known quantities on Philadelphia Simmons and Bede, or would you throw Simmons and Bede or and Tobias? Because then you're going to get a lot of Tobias. So, so my thoughts were, well, I like Embiid. If I boost up his projection, I'll get him anyway. So my thoughts are basically any of them. So I, I'm not going to get too much Giannis. I guess I can go back and, and look and see what those lineups look like. But I don't mind getting a little bit of Horford or Harris in there because they're a little cheaper. And then the rest of my lineup is sort of strong too. I just want somebody – that has good fantasy point potential from Philadelphia if I'm using Giannis. So that was a little group I set up today. Yeah, makes you sense. Do you, you think I should just make that Embiid and, and Simmons? Um, no, because I think Tobias could certainly – I think it's those three. I think it would be all, all three of them. And then just see if you get right. – because you're probably not going to get a ton of Giannis. 
Yeah, I had to force him into 15%. He's going to, you know, we got him at 20% on. So I'm not even really making like a big stand on it. Uh, I'm just making sure I get some. And I think Bledsoe is pretty interesting. I know his prices come up. Uh, and I know Simmons is a halfway decent defender. Uh, but it looks like our projection moved up. So I'll at least get in line uh, with our projection. At least I thought I was going to. Um, any of the fringe plays uh, with George Hill out? You know what? You know, would you rather play Wes Matthews, uh, Kevin Knox? Uh, there's all like these little thirty-one to thirty-six hundred dollar players today. I guess do, do any of the fringe options like a, a Matthews, a Divincenzo, enter consideration for you? Maybe uh, Divincenzo, um, but uh, Bledsoe. Maybe and Bledsoe's tough, right? Like his price is kind of a little bit high. He doesn't get a big minutes, but um, you do have to like that George Hill is out, and so. Um, they, you know, he wasn't available when they played on uh, Christmas Day. Um, I mean, the fringe ones would only be DiVincenzo. I'm not I'm not going for Kyle Korver. I'm not going for Connaughton. I'm not going for Wes Matthews. I mean, it, it would be like Middleton or Bledsoe. And uh, I'm probably going to stay clear of Brolo, too. All right. Uh, don't forget, guys, go on over to FanDuel. We got that single entry series, one lineup, fair playing field. Uh, Roto Grinder sponsored. Go find that over on your FanDuel lobby. Um, let's go to the Portland sort of area because you like Whiteside. I like Whiteside. Whiteside's going to be, uh, let's see here, is he going to be the highest owned center? I would imagine he ends up being the highest owned center on the slate today. So let's see. So we got Aldridge, who's 6,500. We can cover him in this game as well. And we got Whiteside. So you had the over and rebounds. Um, he had a little bit of a bad game. Portland as a whole had a bad game. I'm expecting him to basically bounce right back into these, what, mid-ish 32 to 35 minutes. And if you're getting that, he's got huge upside. He's just 8K. He should probably be more in like the 8,400, 8,500 range. Um, so you're getting a little bit of a discount. He's popular. Um, he's, he's reasonably uh, priced. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's worth sort of even sort of going over the ownership tonight. Yeah, I, I like him a lot in this matchup. Um, I like, uh, I mean, San Antonio is playing a little bit faster this season, but um, this is a game that the pace should fit him perfectly. So this is a kind of a spot where I, I like uh, Whiteside. I also do like Aldridge for a bounce back here. He absolutely ruined everybody the other night. He is going to be chalky, which is then immediately makes you kind of feel a little bit sick to your stomach mm-hmm. to play. But you do get the revenge factor. He does have good history um, against Portland. He matches up well in this game. Um, so, and this is just a great bounce back spot. And he's so cheap, right? Like he's sixty five hundred. So, mm-hmm. like forty fantasy points would be would be great tonight. And uh, I think that's easily within his range of outcomes and a lot higher as well. Yeah, if he would have had – he was popular this night too. If he would have had even a reasonable performance, he would be like $7,000 tonight based on how the algorithm works with ownership and performances. So you get the discount one more night. He's chalky. I'm fine being at uh, or above. I don't really think you need to take a hard stand fading Aldridge. Um, You mentioned the revenge. I think he's got quite a bit going for him today. Um, Some of the fringier options, let's talk about them. I saw a bunch of people talk about Trevor Ariza. So Ariza is – uh, let's see here. So Ariza is a small forward. I'm going to pull up all the small forwards and sort by ownership. So you've got the Reggie Bullocks, the Chandler Hutchinsons, the the Kevin Knox, and the Trevor Ariza. 
Uh, if you had to pick one to play the most minutes tonight, uh, I think it's pretty clearly Trevor Ariza. Um, you know, there's some reasons why his minutes were down in each of these games. Now, his usage, uh, you know, single digits it can be and things like that. He had a couple of good games here, which puts some people on him where he played a lot of minutes. Uh, where do you see his minutes going tonight? If he jumps back up into the, you know, 33 to 35, I mean, he even played 38 and 35 and these and 39. Where do you rank him in sort of the the hierarchy of all these cheapish small forwards people are just jamming in tonight? I think he's going to play huge minutes as long as this game stays close. I think he's locked into this role. Um, this is what, you know, this was a great fit for him. Um, and so they, they need him to be out there and they're fine. You know, they've already showed 38, 39 minutes. They've let this guy run. So I think 30 plus minutes, as long as this game stays close, these last two games, one against Denver and one against Utah were both blowouts. And so obviously he, he rested, you know, he's, he's an older player um, and, and a starting player. So they didn't need him out there, but um, I think he's an awesome play tonight. Um, the Spurs 22nd in defensive rating, uh, 24th in opponent made threes per game. Um, they're going to be, doing some kind of doubling on Dame in this game. It just, if they, when they hum that ball around, it finds a reason in the corner and he's going to be shooting it. And so uh, you just need him to hit a couple plus he's always in play to get defensive stats. Um, and uh, he's a decent rebounder um, as well. So uh, yeah, I like Ariza. I think he makes a great pivot over like guys like Hutchinson, anybody in that range, that's going to be chalky. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be lower owned of basically, you know, the popular small forwards. So if you have, uh, you know, if you go, if you're MMEing or you're playing 10 lineups, right? If you go like 30% Ariza and 20% Bullock and Ariza outdoes him even by like three or four fantasy points, I think that's reasonable leverage. He he still costs a little bit more. He's not 3,500, he's 4,300. Um, but simply just getting a couple extra fantasy points than the really chalky Reggie Bullock, which let's be real, isn't really a hard thing to do, is certainly in Ariza's wheelhouse tonight. So and I... This is by far my favorite game stack. All right, yeah. Uh, so keep talking on spread, it. Who else? Who else you like? Tight, tight spread. Um, you know they're both poor defensive teams. Um, it's got a decent total. Um, you, I mean, you have to like Dame. Uh, you know, you don't want to play Dame and CJ together. But you, like I said, we like Aldridge. We like Whiteside. Um, Mello has just been awful and declining. So um, I, I'm all set with Mello. Um, and so it, those are the those are the key guys I'm keying in on, um, and Demar Derozan obviously. So I mean, even, Aldridge and Derozan could get there at their prices in this game, mm-hmm. but um, you know it makes sense to you know play one or the other. But I'm not on this five gamer. I'm not opposed to just jamming in a bunch of these guys with their prices and just you know hoping this game yeah. shoots out. Let me let me show you right if you're on DraftKings tonight. So DeRozan is the swerve off of Levine. You save five hundred dollars. Levine's 33% uh, projected ownership. I'll, I'll take probably the over in, you know, your average large field tournament over there tonight. And DeRozan is coming in at 4% right now too. So you don't even need a lot of DeRozan. If you set up 15 or 20%, um, I've got a minimum of 12. I'll probably up that a little bit. Um, I, I love DeRozan as a swerve tonight. Um, you know, he, he's, he's the Levine swerve. You get 500 extra bucks too. Now I absolutely love Levine. But I'm going to be playing a lot more, I think, DeRozan than the rest of the field tonight. So I am definitely on board with you on that one. Um, I want to go over a couple of guys you probably shouldn't be playing together on 
the Spurs. Uh, so let's start here. Don't play the point guards. Uh, White and Murray together, those guys, you know, you got to set something up if you're MMEing or if you're clicking lineups, don't make sure you play them. Uh, I don't play Patty Mills and Bryn Forbes in the same lineup either. And then I want to get your thoughts on this one. So if Demian Lillard hits my team, uh, I made sure I had one of the big guns on San Antonio. Do you think that's a, a nice rule to have in there? Um, yeah, I like that. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. if, if Lillard, then DeRozan or Aldridge, or you'll Pops. probably get Aldridge anyway, even if you didn't make that rule. But. Correct. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm getting something like that. So, uh, I think we covered that game pretty well. Are you playing the, any of the point guards, the Rudy Gays, the, the Trey Lyles, or you're sticking to the more of the known quantity? It's always tough. One of the four Spurs guards always has a, a good game, but I think if you try to play them, you're just, you're probably always going to end up on the wrong side of it. Uh, the, 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 the field gross play for me that I, that I definitely would have interest in. And actually there's two it would be uh Brent Forbes or Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both cheap. They both can shoot the three Portland is 26 and opponent made threes per game. So this game has a sneaky good pace to it. You know, you know, the Blazers have been playing fastest, faster this season. The Spurs have been playing faster this season. Both teams are terrible at defending the three point line. Both teams are really poor, just overall defensive teams. Um, so I think there's a lot of goodness to be found in this game. So, uh, like a guy like Patty Mills wouldn't surprise me if he comes in and gets hot and then pop, pop rides the hot hand. Uh, let's talk real quick about the final game of the night. We got word that Westbrook's in, he was at 5% ownership earlier. I see in the latest update, we've juiced that up quite a bit and we've knocked Harden down a, a pretty significant amount. So I guess we can talk about how are you handling the players in this game? LeBron, um, you've got 80 at 9,700. They're both, you know, reasonably owned 25 ish percent. Um, Harden's down here at nine. The 12, four price is, is pretty tough to stomach with Westbrook in there. But I mean, there are some rebounds to be had with, with Capella out. Um, I, I don't even know. I don't think I even hit any Harden in my, my lineups tonight. Well, I mean, it's tough with Westbrook coming back, but you, I mean, this is a five game slate. So they're either one of these guys could be the highest scoring play on the slate. So you may want to adjust that and get a little, um, but uh, the the question I have um, is, is Covington going to play? He's, they, I heard conflicting reports is the last report. I, they said he was probably playing, correct? Yeah, I think he's going to end up Probably. playing tonight. It's like what role? How does he get affected? Yeah, so I'm trying to think matchups, how many minutes he actually will play out there. But, like, he's going to end up guarding AD. AD is going to have massive mismatches just from a height oh, standpoint. Yeah. In general. AD's, AD's playing center tonight. I'm a little worried that uh, I, I took McGee and Howard out of my pool tonight. I think those guys basically get run off the floor. Yeah, maybe, but this may be the team that can actually take advantage of a short PJ Tucker um, because of they have the they have guys who can set up these bigs really well, like LeBron and like Rondo on a national TV game, who may be motivated in this one. So they have, you know, in the pace play, you know, with the Rockets and pace, there's a lot of potential assists here for these guys, and these bigs could get a lot of dunks around. So it could be McGee, it could be Howard. You know, maybe it happens like the, the last couple of games where they where the games are just gone smaller. But I could see them, the Lakers actually exploiting this mismatch. Yeah, and I, I could, think AD is just going to be a mass. You know, he's good in these at these faster pace. You know, he's mm-hmm. definitely in play for blocks and steals 
and uh, he's just going to have matchup nightmare, you know, for for Houston. All yeah, game. AD and LeBron are great plays. I typically, uh, I think I have a rule set up to not play them together in the same lineup. I just, I find it hard that both of them get like 70 fantasy points unless the game goes to OT or something like that. Um, so I tend to not play them in the same lineup, but uh, I do think both are good plays. Are you, are you buying into Kuzma sort of having uh, a couple of big games? Are you buying into Rondo at all? Right, if the you, you seem to think maybe the game stays, you know, Jordan How or uh, Dwight Howard and Javale McGee stay on the court. Um, I think I'm buying in a little bit to Rondo's minutes staying in like the 22-ish range right now, specifically in this game. So I gave him a little bit of bump. I, you know, he's he's going to be 8%. I'm going to be a little bit over on Rondo. So he's someone that's cheap that I don't think a lot of people are playing that uh, I, I actually don't hate. Um, yeah, I like Rondo tonight in this one. Like, I just like the pace. I just like the, the, the potential for assists with this one. I think there's matchup nightmare all over the court for him. So he's going to be able to rack up assists in this one. So I think there's a case to be made that he gets a decent amount of minutes in this one and uh, is a good play. Now I do have some interest in Robert Covington and I don't think anyone's really going to play him tonight, but depending on who guards him, like he's probably going to be able to get three for, I mean, get open for a lot of threes and you know, he's going to be chucking in his first game, you know, try to prove something here as a good fit. And you know that the Rockets are going to want to get him going. So uh, I could see him having a good game if he can stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, LeBron, I don't know if he was joking, but he expects the Rockets to take like 63 pointers a game, basically the, the rest of the way out. To I mean, they're season. smart, man. They're, 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 they're taking an edge and they're pressing it and they're, they're going all in on it and they're going smaller and faster. And uh, I think it's, you know, people are saying, why did you, I, I've always thought Capella was overrated and I've always thought that Harden made him. Um, and so I think it was a good move to be honest. All right. Uh, again, guys, don't forget if you get up to 200 likes on the YouTube, uh, we will make the DVA that's defense versus archetype tool free for everyone on Roto Grinders tomorrow. Gives you some matchup data versus ball handlers and post players and all types of stuff uh, to sort of get you. I think we got a nice slate on a Friday tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to get, uh, you know, be able to read that for free and you're not a premium member, click the like button on YouTube. We get to 200 of those. And uh, we'll make that free for everybody tomorrow. So we've got a little bit of time left. I guess I, I you know, I, I sort of want to go over some of my thoughts in GPPs and maybe you can, you know, give me some ideas on what I'm doing tonight here. So uh, I'm on DraftKings. Uh, I'm playing uh, 220 maxes. So just 40 lineups tonight. The wife, she's busy. I can't get her. We can't get 80 lineups tonight. So we're just stuck at 40. But here's a, a couple of you, my. You are you are you are gonna kill that joke. You already have killed that joke. <laughs> You're just oh. never gonna stop, huh? No, it's on forever. So I'm, um, you know, I I capped Aldridge at sixty. I think some nights, right? Some nights I will play a hundred percent of a player, and I just don't feel like tonight's a night to do something like that. So, but playing like sixty percent Aldridge uh, is a salary play. I already mentioned that I like Levine quite a bit here, so I'm. Uh, a pretty reasonable amount over the field. I do expect Levine to maybe creep a little bit higher than that. Um, it looks like my one big leverage one is once I adjust the minutes on Brandon Ingram, uh, I really expect him to have a good game. Should this stay close? And it also correlates, you know, if Levine and Ingram are popping in a lot of my lineups, I think there's a, some pretty good correlation there. Um, couple of bulls. I got your boy Whiteside. 
Uh, I know you like Mitchell Robinson. He's in here. Uh, LeBron's in. Uh, I definitely – I need more Anthony Davis in my life. Uh, I'm gonna If the field's going to have him at 23%, I, I want a minimum of 20%. I think I'm actually going to go in and I'm going to give Anthony Davis a couple more fantasy points tonight because I, I need to get some Anthony Davis in my lineups tonight, Chris. Yeah, I think you should have him. Uh, he's uh, over on Yahoo. It's the lineup builds that I'm on. Are, it's either Embiid or Anthony Davis right now. Um, yeah, I would, I would are, take AD in that one. I love Embiid, but, I mean, I would take Anthony Davis over Embiid for sure. Well, there's a, a $12 price difference. Oh, all right, yeah. So, I, I'm gonna, I love Embiid, so um, I'm going to make sure on that one. If I go back, I think I had 35 33% Embiid, but I, I opted. I want to make sure I have plenty of Embiid, too. I got some LeBron. Uh, a couple guys, right? Michael Carter-Williams, we didn't spend too much time on him. He's starting to get some extra minutes, and he's, you know, uh, a liability, you know, on the court in a couple other areas. But, you know, the dude can produce for us fantasy-wise tonight. He's 3,900, and, and he's sort of in, like, the do you want to play him or, or Reggie Bullock or Kevin Knox? or Trevor Ariza do you have it you do you have a, a take specifically on on MCW tonight uh I prefer Markel Fultz um I know I just a chalky MCW he's gonna be somewhat chalky he's getting love right like he everybody's because he because we're kind of you know looking for value everywhere um and yeah he's gonna get those backup minutes but I mean it just that feels pretty gross to me at at somewhat decent ownership um i don't i'd rather just stick with like the known quantities for a little bit more with fultz and uh fournier or or prefer even a a terrence ross a couple people are asking about shake milton and you're you're just chasing this 46 fantasy point game with shake milton and that was the i I, I said i told everyone not to play him the last show i did and that was the night he went absolutely nuclear yeah so like i i feel like you're just chasing this if if you're playing it um you know he shot really well 58 percent um he got to the line 10 times too you know he basically went back to his normal you know he hasn't gotten to line in two of his five games right here so He's going to play like 29, 30 minutes, but I think these these two games are much more of what you can expect out of Shake Milton than the 46. So I liked him a little in theory, right, when he was 42 and 41. I still don't think this 47 is reasonable enough. If you get a couple of them in a, a big exposure build, sure. I knocked his projection down a little bit too to make sure I'm basically not getting any He's he's someone I, I think I'm going to end up having no exposure to. Yeah, I mean this is a different matchup. This is a tough matchup. Um, he went off against the Hawks. That was about as good of a matchup for guard play as you can get. Um, you know they obviously need to get their bench going. They made the trade for it. The writing's on the wall. Um, this is a important game, at least for egos, if anything else, yeah. uh, with these two East powerhouses meeting. So um, I think sticking to the regulars uh, makes the most sense here and try to find some, you know, I'd rather play like a Bobby Portis. Like I'd rather play somebody that I know has upside that has the chance to, to capitalize on, you know, with Marcus Morris being out. Uh, yeah, let's for spots let's, like let's that. look 4,700 shakes, 4,700. Give me Josh Hart, a hundred out of a hundred. Well, maybe not a hundred, but 80 out of a hundred times over shake for 200 more. 
Give me Mitchell Robinson unquestioned. Yeah. Give me a, give me Ariza. Give me Hutchinson for less. Like, how do you even find room for Shake Milton in your lineup stuff? You don't. Yeah. So uh, I have I have no Shake Milton. Uh, if you guys got any questions, right, hit it hit, hit us up in the YouTube's. Click the like. Uh, we just got to know R.J. Barrett is available uh, for tonight's game, so it's going to be Peyton, uh, Nicolina, Bullock, Randall and Taj Gibson starting. So your boy, Mitchell Robinson, did not get the start. Oh, he's never going to get this. They're never going to let this I don't start. know why. Does, does this concern you at all that he's not? I thought no, he might, no, end, I thought no, he might no. end up starting tonight. So No, I didn't, I didn't expect him to start whatsoever. I just want to see an uptick in minutes and let the guy rip. Um, and I think that that's still in play. I mean, what are they doing playing Taj? It's the dumbest thing I've ever. There are they're just their whole organization's changing here. But you would think with all the the stuff they have going on, they would not play Taj Gibson. But apparently, Taj Gibson is still playing. I think the minutes. I, I would have liked if Robinson would have started. He could have had a little bit higher of a ceiling. I think his minutes are still pretty safe in that twenty four to twenty six. But you, I mean, you just never really know with the with the Knicks. At that, that center position. I mean, this just – you want to play Julius Randle. This is going to be all yeah. Julius Randle. He's literally going to just – he's going to play point. He's going to play power. He's just going to do everything – try to do everything himself. Yeah. Now, efficiency we got might him be at a 40, problem. 42, I'm giving him an extra point and a half. I'm going to see how that pops up in, in my builds once we get off the show here. Uh, let's see here. Anything else in here? Uh, a couple people want to know. Give me a couple – a couple people want to know on the Yahoo, a couple of your other favorite targets over there. I mean, uh, LMA is too cheap. It's the the usual suspects, but the sneaky play that I like is Markel Fultz. Hey, Mar- Fultz is too expensive, I think, on DraftKings. I think I might have even X'd him out of my pool. No, he's still in here, but I wasn't really getting any. But, yes, he is too cheap on Yahoo. I would definitely agree with that one. Um, R.J. Barrett's off the bench. Uh, I would not play R.J. Barrett tonight, people. Uh, Chandler Hutchinson in or out Chandler Hutchinson is in he's someone you can play in basically any format tonight uh, is there a decent pivot off of white in Chicago he's got him in 10 out of 10 right the projections are, are liking him I'm I'm underweight on Kobe white tonight uh, these shooters who don't do too much else I know he's gonna probably take 15 shots tonight I'm hoping he shoots like 30 percent and has like a, a high teens, low twenties fantasy point, and really doesn't get you anywhere in a tournament tonight. They're looking for a swerve off of him. You get, you got anybody? I can pull it up by salary. We can go down here and see what we can find. He's the guy I like. Um, I, I said it before. So he's, I think he's going to jack a ton of shots in this game. So I like him. But if I were to have to go somewhere else, I mean, the guys that project in his range. He's point, um, guard, he's point guard shooting guard. I'm going to throw man, a couple. I mean, I, I would take Rondo. I like Rondo. I think MCW can certainly outdo him in a tournament without question. If, you know, Patty Mills, I probably – Reggie Bullock's down there too. Bullock's going to be pretty popular, but I, I think I would much – I don't know if I'd rather play Bullock, but you could save yourself some money and do that. I think there's plenty of options. If if you don't want to play Kobe White, you can just avoid this tier altogether because I think they're all pretty questionable, and there's ways almost all of them can fail. But uh, I, I don't think there's any problem not playing a lot of Kobe White tonight. Um, okay. I like him. Uh, uh, but, it, but if I was fading him, I would just go all the way down to Archie Diakono. 
Yeah, I, I I have a reason. I think I have like I had like ten percent RGD Ekno in some of my builds too. So I think he's also pretty good. Uh, Devin has informed me, guys. This is the final time I'm going to say it. We are at 176 likes out of 200 over on the YouTube. We will make the DVA tool free if we get that to 200 likes tonight. Go hit it for the people, for the suits, for Kirkwood, for Devin. 24 clicks of a button over on YouTube, and we make the DVA free for everybody tomorrow. Uh, DraftKings single entry, Whiteside and Levine or Embiid and Ball slash Holiday. That Whiteside Levine is clear chalk. Would you swerve off of that? I would 100% swerve to Embiid for sure to get a little different. Embiid Holiday. Yeah, Embiid and Ball and Holiday. You're getting like way lower ownership and just as high of a ceiling almost in my opinion. So I think that's that's a, a good play over there. So. I, I love Holiday tonight. Yeah, I love Embiid. So we're we're on the we're on the good good plays here. Oh, we hit we hit the likes, guys. So thank you for hitting the likes, everybody. We appreciate it, and uh, you guys will get the DVA tool for free if you aren't Roto Grinders premium members. Uh, the best spend up tonight. So let's go to all positions. I'm not really on Harden. I don't think I got a single Harden share. Um, if you're real, if you're spending up on Harden today, your lineup's going to look pretty different than a lot of other people. Uh, I do like Giannis at 11-1. I think LeBron and Westbrook are pretty comparable. Um, you know, it looks like we have Westbrook coming in a little bit lower owned. If you like to play the ownership game, maybe a little more Westbrook than LeBron. And then AD and Embiid also look extremely juicy. I don't really think you can go wrong. I think the wrong choice is spending up on Harden, but now Harden's going to drop 85 fantasy points on me. Um. I mean, so all these guys project really closely. Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Dame, LeBron, Harden, Giannis. Um, and, uh, you know, then, then you go down to like Embiid, Whiteside, Levine. Um, but uh, all these studs are in play, and they're all – ownership is completely spread out tonight, it looks like. So, um, man, I love Dame tonight, to be honest with you. I love that game environment in general. Um, I understand you're paying a premium for him. It's like from a median projection, it's probably not the best play based on past history, but he's just such in his own. I'm throwing out that last game where they just completely were out of whack and, you know, just played terribly. And uh, this is a much better game environment for them. And I think he just goes nuts. All right. So I've reset, uh, I've updated to get the latest fantasy point projections and projected ownership. I've made a bajillion different, changes to lineup HQ. Let's uh I'm going to build some lineups here. You can't see my screen, can you? Or you're you're not you're not on the screen share, are you? Uh, I'm not, but uh Yeah, head over there. Go take a look at it. It should be in the the Zoom the Zoom chat for you. And we can take a look somehow. I don't know what just happened. Um but 65% Pat Connington is is not something I'm interested in here. So let's go yeah, get rid of that. Let's go tone down uh, Mr. Pat at 3,400. So what are we projecting for him? I get it, but I don't think I need more than like 5% Pat Connington, even if our projections sort of agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. We've got 40 lineups, uh, and this looks much more in line with what I wanted to play here. So I got Aldridge, Hutchinson. So Hutchinson, I'm sort of torn on. I don't know if I want to go that much over the field. Are, are you? I mean, you do like Hutchinson. I like Hutchinson quite a bit. But I think, 
you know, I think I'm fine having him and Cornette basically around the same same ownership. I don't need to have that much Hutchinson, correct? Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, it, this Good. is Chandler Hutchinson chalk night. So, like, this is the scene. Like, I bet you Blender is like fading this guy. Yeah, it's um, just I like him. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock him down. I don't think I want more than maybe like a 45 percent Chandler Hutchinson. Um, I mentioned Ingram. Looks like Ingram dropped. Uh, I, I like Brandon Ingram. I'm going to make sure I get a, a good healthy amount no matter what I do and all my builds coming forward. Embiid is definitely someone I'm targeting. I've mentioned that a couple of times. I'm doubling the field up on, on, on Embiid. Um, there's a couple people out in Philadelphia, and his history uh, against Brooke Lopez and the Bucks is absolute. It's like the most insane um, head-to-head matchup I've, I've ever encountered looking at these things. And if Embiid's just dominating Brooke Lopez time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. Um, I'm going to think maybe he can do that again. Uh, Sadoransky, Thad Young. We didn't really talk too much about Thad Young. He just he goes out there and he does what he does. He's not going to be the reason you lose. Can he be the reason you win a tournament tonight, though? Thad Young? Yeah. Uh, he can be fine. Um, I mean, he's not, I, I don't see him going absolutely ballistic. I mean, the, the pace certainly suits him well. And he's someone that if he gets a block and steal game, especially like on a FanDuel or Yahoo, then yeah, he could do it. Um, I, I don't think he's going to break the slate on DraftKings for you. Yeah. You um, need like, you need like this, the higher end, the, the low thirties to like a mid thirties game out of him to, to really have him start showing up in the top. I've got my hot take. What do you got? Julius Randall outscores Zach Levine tonight. All right, where's Randall? So I didn't. I boosted him up, and I just got. I got eight percent, which is basically with the field. Um, so go over this one more time. Tell the people why you like Randall. And so we're gonna get on first off, so the Magic are a good defensive team. We know that, right? But like the one spot you can attack them is at the power forward position, seventeenth in DVP. They're on a back to back in a you know tough game last night with Boston. And uh, just think, just think about the team he's playing with, right? Like, just think about that starting lineup. It's a bunch of low usage players. Alfred Payton, who won't shoot. It's Frankie Nicotine, who won't shoot. Uh, Bullock will shoot for three, but he's going to be standing in the corner. He's got to, you know, he'll be the dish out guy. And then Taj Gibson, old Taj. So it's like Randall is going to see massive usage in this game. And so um, I think he can get it done. Yeah, if he gets those high 40 fantasy points or higher, even at the the high price tag, he can certainly get there tonight. So I'm going to bump him. You like him. The field's going to be at nine. I don't have too many lineups, but I'm going to get 15% Julius Randle tonight. So I'm really, really going all in. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for Grinders Live. I, you know, I always like to put a little twist on these, talk a little bit more tournaments, and with just five games, give you a little insight into what I'm trying to pull off on, on my lineups tonight. You got Chris Kirkwood the Yahoo master over here as well. Uh, We got the DVA for free for everybody. Thanks to all you guys for hitting the like button. Uh, Again, the single entry series over on FanDuel. If you want to play the single entry uh, Roto-Grinder sponsor tournament, you can head head over to that. That's on FanDuel and also the SharpSide app. Go download that. Get the streaks. Mine was Aaron Gordon rebounds. Uh, Hit the over on that. And Mr. Kirkwood, he liked the Hassan Whiteside over on rebounds. If you're looking for a couple of lock bets to throw on over on SharpSide, Chris, it's been fun. Till next time, I'm Britt. Thanks for watching, everybody, and we out you.